All right. Wow. Uh, judging by the weird sound my phone just made, I think you're with me, Mike. I'm here, baby. Oh, uh, this is, well, first of all, let me welcome you to the 100th episode of Pat's podcast. Oh, fantastic. That's, that's got to be quite an, I mean, probably the high point of your life, I would assume. And it's also, a long journey for I'm, I'm lying. It's, it's not really the 100th episode. I don't, I don't think it could be more than nine. I, I, I can't imagine nine people willing to talk to me for 20 minutes. So uh, first of all, let me thank you for that. Wait, uh, this is 20 minutes. You said 10 max. <laughs> Look, I've got, I've got a lot of ground to cover here. Uh, all, right, all, right. all right. So to all the listeners out there, I, I guess John Lewis, uh, welcome to Pat's podcast. I'm here with Mike Mita, the president dictator of uh, Remax uh, flagship. Yes, right? yes. We go with broker. Broker, the broker. Co, really co-broker. I'm, I'm one of two brokers. Wow. This yeah. is very confusing to me. I don't get out much, though. So uh, it's a very powerful position as well. <laughs> You're a very powerful man, so that yeah. fits. Um, first of all, I'd like to start off. I'm approachable, though, Pat. I don't want your listeners to be intimidated here. Well, I think your steely good looks are intimidating, but once they get past that to your nougaty center, as I like to call it, boy, that sounds really gross. Um, yeah. I'd like to tell you that Pat's podcast received a textual review the other day, and I want to get your opinion on this, okay? Yeah, yeah. A friend of mine, now this is a friend, he texted me, and it it's a very lengthy text, uh, and the gist of it is that he came home to his wife, who was, you know, somewhat distraught being in quarantine. And he sort of gave her the, well, you know, the darkest before the dawn, everything will be fine. Where's the liquor cabinet? And her response to him was, I don't know if you realize how bad it's gotten. I listened to a podcast by Pat Bristol today. <laughs> now... Well, is that a favorable review or have I been insulted or is it just any publicity is good publicity? Well, I would definitely say that last part, but in, in dark times, Pat, people look, uh, you know, to strange places for leadership. And if you can provide that, you know, like a Batman sort of figure. Wow. Um, this would be a very strange worthwhile. Yeah. Well, and I think the voters of East Greenwich, uh, Decided not to look to my leadership a couple of years ago. Uh, but we're, we're not here to cry over spilt milk. Uh, I You're also, a wartime. You're a wartime consigliere. That's wow. You know, these are all slogans that I could use if I were any sort of successful business person. Um, I want to also thank you for participating in uh, Zoom trivia the other night. Yeah. Um, I think the meat has scored a, a minus seven. So, um, yeah, it was around there. It was around. I, very disappointing. I get very angry when I don't win things like that. Oof. Then, then you must have been real mad. I was. Uh, but thank you very much. And let me ask you this. If the Mita uh, posse clan, whatever you want to call yourselves, is heading out on the town, where are we going? Where are we getting takeout from in these dark wow. towns? Because okay. this is, there's a lot of Mitas. So this yeah. is this is an adventure. So that's the trick because only three of us really enjoy any kind of 
uh, sophisticated cuisine whatsoever. So wherever you... we go, it has to have some noodles with butter. Oof. Um, yeah. But we've taken to, you know, like multiple stops now. Oh. Yeah. We'll do a little. I don't know if, if you've got there before uh, the quarantine hit, but um, great reviews are pouring in and ours would be one of them for the tavern on Maine. Mm-hmm. It's tremendous. And, well, uh, let, me, let me say this. They have an excellent beer selection. Is so, that right? Yeah. Yeah. I know you, you, being a teetotaler like you are, you would not know that. But yeah. And Do they have Amstel Light? I haven't been able to. I, <laughs> you know what? Otherwise. They keep, they keep it lukewarm in bottles and they call it the Mita. Mm, that's <laughs> how I like it. That's just how I like it. Wow. But of course, Rasa is a must. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. A lot of curry there. A lot of curry. See, these are reviews of restaurants that you don't get from other podcasts. That's a lot true. of curry and good beer. Mm. People are All usually right. quiet about the curry, um, but oh, really? Oh. That's one of the important parts of, of a. Did I let the cat review? Yeah. Did I let the cat out of the bag there? Well, that's uh, no. Tough. It's just more in depth, like you said, than than people are used to. So <laughs> it's it's too much for the casual fan. I get. We're, we're not spoon feeding people what they want to hear. This is the no. Past podcast. We're we're getting real, buddy. I, I like how you use the name too. You're branding it well. Uh, all right. So in the real estate business, what the hell is going on right now during the nineteen? Uh, so um, I. <laughs> We really want to bore your listeners now. Now, um, no. it's a funny time because you are, I mean, like, we are literally taking strangers and stuffing them into your home right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, what is, is less in line with um, the spirit of social distancing than home invasions? Uh, so we've got to be very, you know, we're, we're just, we've just changed the way we do business. Um you know, our job is to sell a home, uh, but we find ourselves um, very, very, very carefully uh, vetting potential viewers uh, in in your home to the point that, you know, like we're, we're trying to eliminate people and uh, and minimize, you know, before they come. So we, we've uh, taken technology that we were already using and really turned it into, uh, you know, virtual showings we have a a phenomenal staff and um one of our our leaders on our staff a guy named ben emmerich uh we invested in a a virtual tour camera they've been using that term forever but this is actual virtual reality where you can look up at the ceiling look down at your feet and walk around the house and um so we're doing virtual showings and requiring that people view those before they come to the house so that you know if they say oh i don't like where this wall is i'm not gonna buy this house we didn't just bring them into your home to say that they, they've really <laughs> yeah. learned learned about the home before they come and, and view it in person and right. are things still and i i don't want to be impolite here but are things still selling are people still buying yeah good question people are still buying um we were already in a situation where uh, not enough people were selling. And so few sellers, many buyers long before COVID, this phenomenon was, was growing. Um, And we really were in a housing shortage, which 
with COVID and I think a reluctance to bring a bunch of strangers into your home if, if it's not absolutely necessary, the inventory, the number of homes available for sale uh, has, has really plummeted. So that is good news for you if you are concerned with the value of your home taking a nosedive. Um, very low supply and typical or t- typical to high demand. Um, that's going to push prices up. And there were all and yeah, go the demand has held up as far as you can tell. So that's a, that's a very uh, tricky stat to um, sure to, to look at because you know the only our only measure of demand or our best measure is how many homes have sold. And of course, this this insane lack of supply we have, and I'll, to give you an idea of the magnitude um, of that lack, we should have at this time of year, you know, three to five thousand homes on the market, single family homes on the market in our state is normal. Right now, we've got sixteen hundred. Um, so we're having yes, the number of transactions uh, has gone down year over year since we've been in in this social distancing uh you know system so it's held the number of transactions down so it may look like yeah demands um demands gone down but if you look at supply as as a function of demand so months of supply if if no more homes came to the market and the pace of sales kept up how long would it take us to run out of homes and um that's about two months right now, which is a very, very, very much considered a seller's market. Yeah, that's a short window of time. Wow. Yeah. And, and how about the rental market? Again, there's a rental shortage as well. So, um, you know, if you talk to anyone who's looking for a rental, they're very hard to find right now, depending on, on the product that you're looking for. <laughs> but you know by, by and large rental there's just yeah that's a tough that's a tough thing to, to rent a single family home um is is tricky to find well that this must cut both ways for you because the prices must go up on everything but it must be difficult because no one wants to do people want to do this right now like are people excited about buying houses and selling houses yeah I've been amazed that the um, the excitement and confidence has really held up on the buyer side. Like I said, you know, people are um, probably more reluctant than they would be otherwise to put their home on the market right now. Um, but there seems to be high confidence on on both sides that things aren't going to change greatly. And of course, they could, but it's a very big boat to turn around. Um, and we'd have to have, you know, obviously the unemployment right now is insane, but that would have to continue for a very long time, uh, relatively long time for, I think, housing values to see the effect of it because there's so much that supply demand curve is so off right now. There's a lot. It, it has to overcome a lot to get to the point where prices start receding. I would hope so, because if unemployment causes houses to lose value, I'm moving out of the country. That would be very bad times, I think. Yeah. Well, and, but over the long haul, of course, it, it would. But, you know, yeah, how long well, is going to last? I, you know, I don't know. But we're coming into this crisis in a Donald very Trump strong this to continue. So don't you don't you fret, my friend. That's right. Um, and all right. You have seen the movie, obviously, Best Man, 
Is that the name of it? With Paul Rudd and that other guy, and he was looking for a best man at his wedding. I mean, I don't. I, I'm not familiar with Paul Rudd, but the other guy, I'm, I'm, I don't miss anything he puts out. So I'm sure I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the plot of the movie is Paul Rudd is a real estate agent, oh. and he's trying to sell Lou Ferrigno's home. Oh. And, and that the other it, guy? Were you referring to the great Lou Ferrigno as the other guy? No, the no, third no I would I would not refer to the Lou Ferrigno as the other guy. Yeah. He well, look, I can't do research in the middle of a podcast, right. but he's the other guy. But anyway, this is a big giant real estate listing. Okay? okay. So what would right now in your inventory be the equivalent of the Lou Ferrigno house? what is the big one that you're trying to get somebody into? Because Pat's podcast listeners are very wealthy mm. and probably are looking for houses. Mm. Again, I, I would, I mean, to research that on the fly, you're, you're asking a lot. Oh, oh we've this got is a it. big vacation market. We've got a, a beautiful, when I say we, I don't, I mean agents uh, who, who work <laughs> in the same office as me. Um, but yeah, we've, uh, we've got some uh, beautiful home in, in Snug Harbor. Um, very good size with a pool table. Snug Harbor is uh, right in the area where um, the Matunic Oyster Bar, right there. Oh, geez. Yeah, oh, walk, boy. Walk to the bar, ride your bike to the beach. It's a, it's a lovely thing. And I can't even afford the Matunic Oyster Bar, much less a house nearby. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, that sounds very nice. Yeah. The meat is considered moving there. Uh, no, no, I'm not trying to get or anything. Yeah, the meet us, uh, moving is a big thing, Pat. It's a big undertaking. Oh, yeah, although the kids being home, um, yeah, like, how has it been for you? you you've, you've completed a move recently. What is, yeah, what is, uh, what moved my daughter? Out. Say, Thank goodness, now being in quarantine. We have this feature in our home. And and what is one that maybe you'd say, geez, would have been cool to have this for quarantine? Like for me, it's a hot tub. I really wish I had a hot tub right now. You wish for a hot tub? Mm -hmm. I, mm, yeah. I, I think that's what Dr. Fauci is saying. Like hot tub will take care of this. Uh, no, mine would not be a well, hot tub. Put some chlorine in it, a lot of chlorine in it. Or just, well, I've been drinking it. So yeah. uh, the, the best feature of my current house is doors that mm. can shut. Mm. Uh, and the feature that I wish it had the most is a bowling alley. It's more doors. No, a bowling alley. All right. Very cool. I, not really. I don't, have you ever bowled with me? I, I'm quite horrible. Yeah, but you could put bumpers uh, up if it's your own alley. <laughs> you get better at that. I, I well, here's here's how I would save money. I just wouldn't put gutters in. I'm surprised that you're not a good bowler. You're a guy I would think would like you just go up and roll like you know, like a 140. <laughs> That's the worst insult. That's a worse insult no, than no, I don't the mean like you bowl enough to do that. I just yeah. mean that like you're you're yeah. good at these kinds of things. I feel like you would. Yeah, like, like no. <laughs> It really like dumb marketable skills. I feel like. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, this is a, this is a good segue. Now we're going to delve into your personal life, um, and this is going to come across a lot more creepy than it should. But awesome. I've played dodgeball against your son. Yes. Okay. 
And your son, I will say this, had a broken, I don't know, something. He had a broken in the tibia, lower, I think, at the time. Broken tibia. Yeah. And he not have been playing dodgeball. He is four times the dodgeball player I am with a broken tibia. How does that make you feel as a father? I'm very proud, Pat. Very proud. I mean, obviously, that's a relative um, evaluation. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. You know, I mean, comparing yeah. him to your own skill level. Um, oh, no. but no, no, no. But I am. I don't know if you listened to Pat's podcast episode four with Tumpy, but uh, we talked in great length about dodgeball, and Tumpy hypothesized that with a little practice, I could probably go pro. Okay. All right, so that's a good starting point. Yeah, no, he's um, he he's very good at those kinds of things, my son. He he in in, the, in dodgeball lexicon, he has a cannon. Uh, yes, I'm told uh, he is one of the top wiffle ball pitchers um, in the backyard wiffle ball league, which apparently is ranked ninth in the country among backyard wiffle ball leagues. Do you know who the top pitcher is? The top pitcher nationally or in the, in the, in, in Rhode Island, in Rhode Island. I don't compete out of state anymore. Well, I let the cat out of the bag again. It's me. Oh, it's you. Wow. Oh, just kidding. Mike Mita. Now, now we're going to get personal to you yeah. as a social distancer. I want you to rank yourself and I, here are the ranking. Here is the low end of the ranking and the high as far as social distancing. Pat Neville is the low. He set up a free hug booth in his front yard. And then <laughs> Bigfoot would be the best. Where do you fall? Mm. Well, I'm, I'm, I got to be a five because like Pat Neville, I love to hug. Um, but I was also raised by um, kind of like an OCD germaphobe. So I'm good <laughs> at that stuff. But the, the hand washing. <laughs> Wow. Opening stuff with my elbows and that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. Good at that. Any housing and any housing changes where that will be a, a feature or like Star Trek doors, like wow. just sort of open as a you know Did you like the we, sound effect? Yeah, that sounded so like space age. Did you make that with your body? <laughs> no, no, I have a I have a whole board here uh, at uh, Pat's podcast headquarters. <laughs> This is like this is, the yeah. show. I had no idea. That yeah. was just 100 <laughs> episodes. You'd progress so far. In the, in the yeah. Jeff Dronzak six feet away at the controls <laughs> and uh, makes sound effects for me. Dronzak looks like he should be at a control board. I can see that. Him nodding through the yeah. glass at you, pointing at you. Yeah. Yeah. Like he nailed it, boss. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to pitch play like that. If he had to play a role, in a movie. That would, that, would, <laughs> that would be perfect. All right. Okay. Now the next very awkward question that I have to ask you, you and I, and I cannot say this to any other adult male uh, or female actually, but you and I engaged in a wrestling match at one true or false. This is true. This is true. It oh boy. Yeah, you know what? I've really got to take a, a hard look at the man in the mirror. Yeah. How, how did that come about? Well, uh, um, I believe we were in your sister's backyard. Is that right? Yeah, that's definitely true. Celebrating yep, that checks. Uh, the 40th birthday of Pat Neville. And uh, the crowd wants what it wants, Pat. And you and me deliver. 
was it like Fight Club? Like were the people chanting and and stuff? Or I hope it went relatively ignored. Like no one saw it. Uh, it was dark. Um, there was a bonfire. <laughs> um, I think Lord it, of the yeah, Flies. I don't think there were a lot of very interested spectators. I think I saw a guy look like to the side and notice this and just keep on in his conversation. Okay, and in my mind, that wrestling match lasted approximately three and a half hours. I thought it was uh, at least four, but um, it was a long, <laughs> you know. It was like a Bret Hart Ironman match. It definitely felt like I had run six marathons. That's how exhausted I was at the end of the 45 seconds. <laughs> it may have lasted between five <laughs> seconds and yeah. So good. Well, that sounds like a good time. I wish I had been. Wrestling is an exhausting sport, and that you know, oh. we were invited okay. to engage in that match, Pat. It was neither my idea nor yours, but as a, a former wrestler, you know, it's not like you guys have the softball league. I know a lot of uh, East Greenwich dads play in the basketball league. There's no way to like you know get a pickup wrestling match. <laughs> you have to stop doing something that was such a big part of your life. Forever. Oh boy. Uh let me let me tell you this. If you want to get a pickup wrestling uh thing going, I will certainly support it. I let me tell you Pat's podcast would ha- be happy to throw in some money. I'll fire Jeff Dronzak yeah. as the sound effects guy to support if you would wear a singlet emblazoned with uh, well, as, my my picture. As um Emilio Estevez says in uh, the Breakfast Club, <laughs> I wear the required uniform. <laughs> Tights. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe Emilio Estevez was that guy from the other movie. Now that I think about it. No, it was not Emilio Estevez. Go go out and rent uh, Best Man. I will. Paul Rudd's it, delightful. That's, like that's, definitely, that's definitely not the name of it, but it's something like that. Okay. All right. Now, now we move into the introspective part of uh, Pat's podcast. Nice. You posted a playlist on Facebook. Yes. Okay. That was definitely you. You had not been hacked. And I literally have nothing to do. So if you were to post something on Facebook, like a playlist, I would examine it carefully. Yeah. And in examining that playlist and all the other nonsense you posted with it that I, I didn't even look at, but the song Come Baby was on the playlist twice. Yes. Now, is that a technical error, or is that song so fiery that you have to put it in twice, or was one like a live version, like bootlegged? <laughs> from, I, what yeah. take me through it? Um, yeah, it was a it was a cover uh, by Paul by Paul McCartney, <laughs> George Harrison, just before his passing. Wow, uh, Sir hey, Paul hey, and George Harrison. Harrison. Wow. And um, I don't mean to plead ignorance, but Come Baby Come, that's the song. That's like the whole lyric of that song. No, they also say, you got to give me love and and you got to give me some, I believe. Sure, sure. And um, being this is the 100th episode, you don't want to sing a couple bars of that with me, do you? Um, Maybe like on the outtakes, maybe we can put the bonus. (laughs) <laughs> well, like, the subscriber episodes it'll unlock. Oh, oh wow! Wow, jeez, you're going to take over marketing. 
But you just have to come up with 97 90 other episodes. episodes. All right. really, really quickly, please. Um, all right. Well, is there anything you want to add to uh, Pat's podcast? Yeah, I, I want to know the um, how did Pat's, Pat's podcast come about? What what was, you know, how'd you pull the trigger? What made you want to do it? I think you're born Boy. to host a radio show. So I, I think it's right. a good decision. But I want to know how it came about. It's weird because you were raised by a person who's OCD and I was raised by a woman who begged me like morning, noon and night to shut up. So uh, she was not a fan. It would have been weird if at age 10 I had said, you know, I want to have a podcast because uh, it didn't exist. Right. And it would have thrown me out. Although I will tell you one quick story about my mom. I at one point said because she used to send me to All Max on my bike to pick up groceries and I at one point said to her, oh, I should ask people in the neighborhood if they want me to pick up and deliver their groceries. And she said that idea was, quote, unquote, stupid. It'll never work. Now, I don't know. I don't know if uh, I don't know if I can sue Jeff Bezos uh, for this, but it seems like he may have pilfered some points of yeah. my idea. You're, you're like but anyway, uh, twins of the Amazon story. There's the new uh, logo for Pat's podcast. He is the Winklevoss twins of what? Uh, the of Facebook Amazon. story. Yeah. Of, yeah. of Amazon. Yeah. Well, the Winklevoss twins of Facebook would be, be the Winklevoss twins. But they anyway, exactly that, uh, uh, that Pat's podcast came about because I really, I talk a lot. And I, it's so important that I record it for posterity. Yeah. Excellent. You know? You know, like we have the Constitution sort of wrapped up uh, in D.C., like things like that. And then this I record it. I hit save and I send it right to the National Archives. Excellent. So I was knowing that um, I was very honored to be invited uh, as a guest on your podcast. How do you you know, how do you are you just going through your Rolodex and, and begging people to come on? Um, I know. It was yeah. 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 I was talking about the supply and demand of residential real estate. I, well, I'm going to say this. This is the second most interesting real estate interview I've okay. done because I also interviewed. Yeah, well, I interviewed Fitzy and I don't I don't know if it was inter interesting or not because I couldn't understand anything he yeah. said. Yeah, he's got a very heavy uh, accent. Yeah. But I actually found I found what you said interesting. Okay. And I don't know if that's a character flaw on my part. Probably, probably. You'd be the first in a long time to, to feel <laughs> sure. that way. I'm sure Mrs. Mita, Mrs. Mita is always on and on about, no, 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 tell me more about <laughs> supply and demand. Okay, all right. Well, uh, I would put your eggs all in the other Mike Mita's dodgeball career. Um, I would go out and rent Best Man, and I would put more doors in the houses you're trying to sell. I think, Pat, those three pieces of advice, of advice are universal to all your listeners on this podcast. <laughs> um, and hopefully that doesn't just be I'm the only one listening. But uh, this has been. Um, I, I, I like both. I like either scenario there that everyone should team up to support your son playing dodgeball and start hanging doors in their house and watch Best Man which may or may not be the title of the movie, or that you're the only one who will ever yeah. hear this. Either one of these things delight me yeah. to no end. Well, this has delighted me to no end. Um, 
I mean, having 30 minutes of my life completely wasted in this way um, has been a real why is that? Is it something going to happen next that will waste 30 minutes after this high? Is that what you mean? Or are you implying somehow mischievously that this has been a waste? I, I hope that's not. No, it. no, no, this and no. this will prove to be uh, a life changing experience for me. There's no question. And tomorrow as the flood again, of all uh, sure. Especially that poor woman in quarantine who will will eventually be president, the first woman president of the United States. And wow, say, I hope so. You know, I was going to the dark my life in retail, but I heard that <laughs> Bristol interview, Mike Mita, and uh, now I'm the president. <laughs> that's 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 a lot of pressure on both of them. All right, well. The the FedEx man has shown up at my house. I can only imagine that you means know what that, that means something folks. delightful. Yeah, yeah, that that's how we end All these, right. and that that's my sign off line. The FedEx man has shown up. All right, my friend, I, I want to thank you for your time again. I really want to thank you for helping out with trivia, and I want everyone to go onto Facebook and look up Mike Mita, Remax flagship, or the internets. Yeah. How do we do it? Um, all of that. All of that. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Wow. You're a real triple yeah. threat. Yep. Uh, TikTok? -A. Um, oh, I've been recording TikToks at a frenzied pace. Uh, Is it, please tell me that's true. What's that? Please, I don't want to say aloud in public between you and I, the only people who will listen to this, how much I would pay to see you TikTok, but it's in the well, hundreds. It's just video clips of you and me wrestling uh jack jack hit the cough button because i'm i'm now laughing all right <laughs> just really bad at this job all right well uh now we're, we're on to 30 minutes and no one wants us doing anything yeah, for 30 minutes so right? i'm gonna all right yeah. you gotta get jeff what? there right he's got a place to go yeah I mean, he's busy jeff you, you have anything to do no? Okay. Well, we're good. We're going to go play some whiffle right. in the backyard. Play hard. Thank you very Thank much, you sir. That was delightful. All right. I'll talk to you later. Goodbye.